Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Sorry, technical difficulties. <laughs> We're kind of just talking about bad plot lines and like plot lines that could have like gone a bit better. Um, and we were, obviously we talked about the Kim Cattrall, Samantha Jones of it all. And like, I think the better things that they could have done is if they had Kim Cattrall or like Samantha Jones do a four-way call with the four girls like they had in season four, where they do a four, like four-way call and they, they're like, what are we doing tonight? And Miranda's like half asleep. Carrie's like, woo! Because Miranda's pregnant. Miranda's pregnant. Yeah. Mm. And then they go so to the gay see. club. And like, I think like they just missed opportunity where like Carrie literally just put, like even like, I think Carrie, like, Carrie literally moving the phone away from her face just makes it like so obvious. Like Sarah Jessica Parker fucking hates Kim Cattrall. She's like, I want her like physically away <laughs> from me. Like it should have been a FaceTime call at least. Like it was super weird. It was, yeah. Just It's interesting. I, I, I don't know how, uh, again, I mean, I'm probably talking about season three, but I don't know how they're going to go forward with that. Like, are they going to continue this texting storyline? Like, do we care? Like, well, Kim Cattrall's you know? like, that's it. I'm not yeah. doing anything else. So they maybe they just need to get Samantha standing. But like... It's really sad to to say this as well, I think. and I, But, like, I think it's it's not unreasonable to think that people just grow apart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As well. Um, which I think that they could they could do in a very simple way and just mention yeah, exactly. her maybe in passing. And yeah. Then... They didn't have to go, like, for the dramatic of... But also not pretending that... That unprofessional reason behind their... Yeah, the original reason. The yeah. ending of their friendship, quote-unquote. They also, also don't pretend that they're best friends. Mm. But also, like, people at that age... And I think that's something that um, older people, especially when they get kids and they have their Speaking own families and stuff, they... Yes. <laughs> they, um... They... You're well, old. <laughs> when they have... Um, when you have all these other things in when life... When your vagina dries up, fudge in the city. Exactly. You've no time for people when you get to that point. But I think that is something that, you know, happens. People grow apart, but they also can still be good friends they just don't talk to each other all the time yeah um i also had listed as miss storylines carrie having the, her book launch with her old editors from um season five i think like because i was like oh my god like carrie's books gonna come out they're gonna have this oh you mean the two party. of them yeah oh my god yes and i was like they could have this big launch party and it was like it was just kind of like oh carrie's book's already out and she's given um what's it called bobby Jackie? Jackie. She, so Carrie gives Jackie the book to read and then that's when she bumps into Enid and it was like, oh, the book it's is done. out. Like, there was no like, Well, she, men- she mentioned that was like one of the first copies or something yeah. like that. So perhaps then, it's not fully out. And then, but, like, the book, but the book is out now. Like, They could have laboured on that a bit more. Like releasing a book must be quite a big deal. I mean, I have yeah. it. Have you not read it? Yeah. <laughs> Loved and lost. It must be like quite... Chaotic. like she's probably like emotional like oh there's bad reviews well maybe they, but maybe they didn't want to do that again i mean they've done that with her previous book and they've like with i the guess party. they repurposed so many storylines more interesting than her to what a fucking painting in her hallway better than her go to fucking widow con like yeah. oh my god just have a party where people get get like drunk and have fun like don't go to widow con like <laughs> you say that i want to see what the party after widow con looks like i know lesbians miranda's just, like, <laughs> just there like oh, wait what did they call the vibrator again oh yeah what did they call that the, the widow wand no. the widow wand yeah, yeah it, it was it was <laughs> oh, jesus christ fire the writers um <laughs> other iffy storylines lizette lizette literally gets robbed then buys a flat um, everybody stop uh, 
Necro Fill Me Up. That's my widow vibrator. Name. Oh, like sleep, like necrophilia. yeah, yeah. Needs, <laughs> listen, needs editing a bit like a show. <laughs> Better than widow wand. Um, I, <laughs> I, I really, I really do not like Lisette. So tell me why you you've said this. You, you kind of floated it. He was kind of flown in the ether. So why do you like Lisette? Lisette is not on the show. And you're like, I hate her. I, I hate I, her. She's we, such a waste of screen time. I've never seen someone as like pointless in a show in my life. <laughs> and she's also like so. She's one of those girls you would have met in school who's so fake, and is just in it to get whatever she can get out of the situation. I don't trust anything to do with her. She just comes from money. Yeah, I'm just, I have no time for her. And also, she does that sickly thing where she just smiles ear to ear and I'm like, I just don't believe any of it. And she's a waste of time. And when she said like to Che, like, I loved your podcast. Yeah, but very like, controversial. But yeah, but who loved that podcast? Nobody. 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 Yes. That's why you know one. Nobody. Like, how much of an age difference is there between her and Carrie? Uh, well, she's early twenties, right? No, I think she's late twenties now. What's say she's mid twenties? Carrie's mid fifties, so thirty years. Yeah. Like at no point, even, okay, I've not experienced that, but like those, I don't think those relationships develop naturally even if you're like living next door to each no. other so for it to develop that far where it's like oh i'm going to give you my like flat half price yeah it's um yeah agreed, agreed. and i think again that's something that annoyed me where i was like why and it's like, obviously carrie doing that weird philanthropic thing where she's like oh you know i don't know trying to give I back shit or something money. yeah this is, this is nothing to me I, this also further proves my point carrie fucking hates miranda carrie should have sold miranda that apartment cheapest yes check. not yes. some random fucking bitch she's known for like a year and a half or, or like sold the apartment and given her the money for something like what I is it gonna be I like don't four, like six hundred thousand pounds i don't I think like... miranda would have taken the apartment long term mm. nor do i think she would have taken the money from carrie but yeah. also like i maybe this is an american thing but like couldn't she just rent it from her yeah of course and carrie just be her landlord or like elizette move up and then miranda just rent Downstairs. Especially after she's just like bought a place that she now can't live in the person she bought the place for for another five, five years. Yeah, it's like, easy. Just like renege on your le- on your like I don't know what's what's up from a lease when you buy a place something I don't, I don't know whatever whatever, whatever. Yeah. Ones. anyway her jewellery is ugly there's no point uh, they made mm. they wasted that that was this season wasn't it the, 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 the <laughs> yeah. weird theft thing where it was like an episode of Batman and Robin the bit yeah, where the yeah. guy com- where the really hot guy comes in and I have starts- COVID <laughs> <laughs> It was yeah yeah. Her hair also has so much more potential than she's giving it, and I yeah. And I just take that really personally. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. I don't know what points do you want to make. Let's review um, your points. I I think I wanted to chat about Seema. I feel like we haven't talked about her at all, and she's one of my favorite characters. Um, and Seema loves Seema. Yes, and I think she Rapid was Seema. very. I think she was very well introduced in season one. Yeah. Um, and I think everyone loved the vibe she was giving off. Yeah. Um, and then I think this season she became this weird, needy mess. And then with the, the at the start it was kind of okay. And then when she developed the relationship with Ravi, I think that she kind of showed a, a side of herself that just didn't feel as strong yeah. and independent. And it was kind of sad to see that. It just became very bog standard. Like yeah. this is like yeah, a very kind of over 
overused stereotype of how a woman acts with a man and it's like mm-hmm. she's supposed to be this very strong independent woman yeah. who's built an amazing career an amazing house everything for herself so it's like why why is she suddenly like flailing for this man yeah yeah breach yeah so silly and Raffi Woo! Can... <laughs> Raffi, do you care? Raffi, do you care? <laughs> Justice care. for Seema. And Ravi, like, I do, yeah. Ravi doesn't seem like the most amazing person. And, like... But he could be. They could have written him to be amazing. Well, yeah, but also, I think, like, like... if we were introduced to him when he wasn't, like on the brink of this huge Marvel project. Yeah. Like, we might have actually maybe I don't know, maybe some I, personality. If, if but... I can ask all of you in terms of that, like, so to me, the, 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 the last supper episode when he's going outside for the phone calls, like in my yeah, mind, yeah. that would be Seema. She'd be like, I'm busy. Like I have a big deal, uh, like a big deal I'm closing. I'm going outside to deal with it. And like, he would just deal with it. Yeah. Like, yeah and yeah. so for her to be so upset and like, they come back inside and eat this little spoon thing. Like, no, you know, yeah, he's yeah, and yeah. even and I respected him as well for his career of whatever he's mm. doing. And I think she should, especially in her position, should understand. So I was like, it was just annoying that that became the very stereotypical dynamic again. Yeah, yeah. agreed. The thing, thing about like Seema, Seema's left out quite a lot of episodes this season. Mm. We kept being like, oh, Seema's not in this episode. We're like, oh, Naya's not left the house. And like LTW had quite a big story arc. Then Seema's kind but of... But they gotten... repeated LTW storylines. Yeah. They're not doing anything different with the, the women of colour. And Seema... Well, Naya made a cake. Yeah, well, she made a souffle. <laughs> a souffle. Oh, a souffle. A souffle. Lest we not forget. Lest we not forget. But I think lazy, with and, and one thing with Ravi was when when he was going away and it was this whole you know how are we gonna live for these five months? And I'm also like you know five months is not a long time yeah. for people. But I'm also it was kind of annoying that they didn't explore the idea of you know open relationships that type of thing because I kind of thought they were gonna do that with. Miranda and Che yeah. at, at one point um, yeah. and then they kind of never went in that direction and I thought this again would be another opportunity to show something kind of interesting especially to people in that yeah. age group as well like, especially with a straight couple as yeah well. exactly and exploring saying like this is our relationship this is what works for us mm. um, and I still love him he still loves me and this is you know we're you know just kind of li- both living our lives through this um, and I think that's something that they kind of just again fell back into a very stereotypical narrative and the thing is yeah. it's not a problem having the stereotypical narratives but when you have about 20 characters on the cast you're you can and they've you can, all got stereotypical yeah narratives. so you can afford to have a few that are yeah, like totally. left to field so i think it's just a, a really missed opportunity i think she's the type of woman who in my mind is so busy that she'd be like yeah you can sleep with any tiktok girl if you want but yeah. you know i'm busy and i'll be here not I'll be here when you're ready, but kind of like, you know, um, I'll tell you when I'm ready. Yeah. Because um, they kind of brushed upon it with um, Samantha and Jared. What was his name? Smith Jared. Smith Jared. And then because when she has cancer, she's just like, you can go fuck anyone, like whatever. And then she's like, oh, actually, like, can you not do that? Yeah. It's like the one thing they never touch upon in Sex and City. So it would be good if and then just like that did it because it is in the stratosphere that people are open relationships are happening more especially in straight couples like it's much more of a frequent thing yeah I think for us as like gay men it's very very common and I think it would be nice to kind of see that narrative like reflected a bit you know um, as and seen as something that is the straights have a turn yeah kind uh, of like uh, <laughs> and, but I think and, and we like this show reaches a lot of people that probably don't know about that stuff so yeah, I think it's, exactly. it would be it's, it's a lot of what they deal with is an opportunity which actually probably leads us to LTW's 
storyline <laughs> briefly which well not briefly but it's a, it's a big issue but the miscarriage slash abortion uh missed abortion kind of yeah. opportunity was i mean obviously it seemed like a missed opportunity that they didn't even, go there if they, they didn't yeah. go there and that she wasn't able to be like this is not right for me right now i'm making the choice with my body and my career and yeah. my what i want to do to yeah have an abortion yeah so they just skirted around the issue and it was just yeah. pathetic the way I think that's went. one thing that I just kind of like I've accepted at this point I'll never have that like in-depth understanding of like being in that position because it's like that will never be like a physical possibility for me but like whenever I hear about it like in theory I'm always just like oh obviously abortion straight away and like I wouldn't feel like really I do and I do yeah and I do I think wouldn't you're... feel conflicted so mm. much if like I was weighing up everything around it if I knew that like this does not make financial emotional like uh professional sense for me right now yeah well maybe um yeah I mean I don't, again, I don't know a, again I'm not a disconnect of like well as the womb in the room <laughs> I think ah. so when we spoke Trademark. about it yeah no, no 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 but this is really interesting because I know when the storyline came up and I was like these writers can't talk about it but when it came up I was like ah if I was in that position I don't know what I'd do mm. and I'm very anti-kids and I don't think I can have kids I'm very mm. like oh I don't really care for it but if I was in the LTW situation I was like oh it did make me think I was like oh I'll dissect it for like a few minutes and it scared it really scared me it really totally mm. terrified me a lot but the way they handled it was not okay. She's obviously been in the position like relatively recently because her kids are quite young, whereas like she's yeah. been pregnant and had kids yeah. in a not so distant past. But then all of a sudden, like she's kind of back in that position, but like at an age where it's like. And it's kind different. of like. Because how old is she? LTW. I think she's in her early 50s. Early. Well, well, the actress is in it because you're a geriatric um, um, mother at thirty five. Did I? Am I quoting you? From the yeah, last episode? My, yeah, my sister's gonna have a baby. Um, um, but it's really scary because you you don't want a bit. You know for a fact you don't want it, but then you get really like oh emotional. Mm. I just no don't think they're able to do the nuances in it. Yeah, I mean, you know, how much of that is like societal guilt? Exactly that. Has been that. Put upon you. Yeah, like, exactly that, that. They should explore that, and then I think because of Roe v. Wade that has like obviously like fell through in the, the US, they kind of should have had a responsibility to like touch upon it more. Well, than they, they did in the sense because mm. she did mention it's like I'm. I appreciate that I'm in a place that. But they didn't even it. say the word. No, yeah, they, didn't. Yeah. they didn't. And even because I um, recently watched the episode, the, the, the original series, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and they skirt around a lot of stuff. They do say the word abortion, yeah. which they don't even do in this, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is like 20 plus years it's later, mm. which is crazy that, like, you know, they still they can't, can't kind of say that. Um, so I but think that's just disappointing. Babies. Yeah. So, I think because, like, maybe it's because, like, and just like that is like the top Dreaming show on Max. What? Yeah. Oh, is it? Show. Yeah, yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. So, um, I don't think that's something to boast about. I was listening to a podcast and uh, this guy, he was like out with the head of Max and he was like, she was saying, I'm just like, that's my TV show. So she was like, we'll bring back the show as long as the women, like, are, like, she was like, until they're dead on the streets. Like, she was like, we'll fucking bring the show back because it's the top streaming, like, mm. show. And maybe they maybe they have higher ups who are just like you can't say abortion right now. Like it's so like the US is like obviously like a fucked. Yeah, and I'd I'd, I'd, I'd I like, think I'd be so interested to know like did yeah. the original script say that? 
and they had to change it. But also, yeah. like, in Sex and City, they never really talked upon, like, HIV or AIDS, which, like, the show was literally started in the 90s, and, like, they never touched Hi. upon it. And so, oh, yeah, yeah, that's so true, yeah. They um, have one episode where Samantha takes an AIDS test. In the sex swing, and she and then she does have HIV and she dies. No, (laughs) (laughs) she moves to London. No, and then the other girls are like, I've had, I've had. Yeah, that's true. At least they. That's one. I think they only. Yeah, they only represented one. Yeah. (laughs) Would you want that to be represented more? Well. Like, like there was a not on Sex and City. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it could have been interesting. Approach it in the best way. Yeah. It actually um... could have been an interesting storyline for Anthony if yeah. he was a man living. Do you mean with now, HIV. or do you mean? Uh, I think. City. Well, I think now. Yeah, I, I think yeah. because I think if you think about it, like Anthony's been given a storyline. Now we didn't have storylines for the gay characters in Sex and City. Like, like the episode I mentioned earlier, that's one of the only storylines that Stanford ever had, really. Which um, one? The one of him like going to the club, for example, as in yeah. like you know, yeah. The, he, he, yeah, he didn't get a lot of airtime really, yeah. for a story. So, but now if you take in this uh, line of characters, you have Anthony who's kind of in the show now. Yeah. So I think there's an opportunity there. It could have been very interesting actually as a story if he was yeah an older man living yeah. with HIV. Yeah. Yeah. What that meant because exactly, you could still yeah. you know, live with it, and then especially actually when he met Giuseppe, yeah, and how that dynamic would have worked. Exactly. That's quite yeah. a common thing. You it would have been it would have been a great like um place for like education. Yeah, exactly. Like, again, yeah. but that's why like when a you, huge part of their demographic. Yeah, and when you go back to all these for issues sure. of like yeah abortion, and <laughs> HIV and stuff, uh, and just general sexual health, I think. It, it's like a very like um they can do it in a way but you, I, I think you're right they're just like, that they're not very nuanced in how they do anything oh god no i wouldn't trust people <laughs> to do it in a good way I know. because it's like if you think about it it would either have to have he would have either had to have contracted it between the sex and the city years and now and he's been in a relationship but then it depends like has that relationship been open do they address that but like, again they could have addressed the fact that he's um like hiv and undetectable yeah and that's yeah, something yeah. that people you know don't but are they, are they just would they have started it with just kind of like acknowledging that like oh this is something he's living with or would he have contracted it during this show yes and <laughs> yeah then... yeah that yeah i've been dealing with that because so I, I don't because think... i don't think they would have done a good job at that oh yeah, no yeah, 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 yeah. Not. but then it, again it just questions who the hell is writing this show who the fuck is writing this show like well the fingers wrote, crossed the by the time that season three sorry by the time season three comes around the writer's strike Michael will be Patrick over King because they have met all their demands and they will have a complete reshuffle of the fucking writing team well what's interesting in this season is that you can see that they've addressed the feedback from season oh, one. Oh, they have 100 because they yeah. i think it's been because of social Charles media has come back to work yeah but i think because of social media it's been unavoidable like all of the stuff with Che and yeah. how they've like kind of and like because actually we mentioned earlier the episode that's our one of our favorites the trick or treat episode mm. is the episode where Che gets the feedback on their show exactly and yeah, it becomes like meta. a narrative yeah it becomes like this meta narrative feedback where you're hearing the feedback that people were saying about Che in season one yeah but I think it's also just like lazy writing you're literally just writing what the like the comments tweets. on Instagram yeah. and tweets, yeah. on Instagram for like fifteen minutes and you're like ah. Oh. It just yeah. goes to show mm. how, like, like Sex and City was, like, so innovative. And then just like that, it's just, like, basically, like, watching The Real Housewives, if it was written by, like, one of The Real Housewives. Like, it's... It, it kind of is, like, watching a reality show. It's just, like, so many random scenes cut together that are just, like, thrown together. But at least, like, The Real Housewives, there is, like, a structure and a narrative to it. Whereas, <laughs> and just like that, 
is all over the place. <laughs> exactly. Um, I can't comment on that, but <laughs> you saying that, I've never seen like any of the Real Housewives, but you saying that was like, oh, so it's better than and just like that. Of course. Good night. Okay, well, my son um, is <laughs> I have one question. Um, do you prefer season one of In Just Like That or season two of In Just Like That? I'm going to go first. I'm going to say I preferred season one. I thought there was like more, like, I don't know, they felt there was more connection that Carrie was grieving. And just because tragically hip happened, I don't think, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think no. that, I don't think that episode's been reached in season two. Like that episode was like, really comedic really calm also had like a lot of drama around whereas like similar to sex and city like really campy things would happen but also like really emotional things would happen as well like all in the same episode that was like i don't know if an episode from season two has reached tragically hip for me now that's so controversial (laughs) i would say season two is heaps better so much better better so much better (laughs) Um, so on the back of that on the back of that I would say like Miranda finally got a fucking job and then Carrie uh, cried a little bit then got over it and fucked Hayden Uh, we got Samantha and then Charlotte kind of acted again because Charlotte was just so like crazy in the first season Um, the down points for season one was that no, down by the students too, that the kids are crazy and they're, they're crazy. the kids are so, so, like, psychotic. And I didn't really care for the men. Yeah. yeah the men were a bit... That's fine. The in men were doing a lot. Yeah, in season, in season two, two the, men were, the men were there and they were, like, in but the then scene. then I think the same in the, season one, no? I know, but they were just even more so. They just... They weren't really doing anything. Darnell, what's your preference for season one? That is a very difficult question. I think ultimately season one is such a car crash. (laughs) that It's very hard to... And I agree about Tragically Hip. That episode with the schnapple (laughs) is better. That scene is better than all of season two, in my opinion. Um, However, there's a few things in season two that are really good, I think. Like we didn't mention Steve and Miranda, like that kind of fight that they had. I think that was really good. Um, there was a, f- a few kind of scenes like that, I think, that were really um, a bit more on the more moving side. I think season one was such a mess. Like, I, I think that's it, why I actually yeah, love but that. it's it, like, and I have watched, <laughs> I have watched it again recently, and that's I think so it's bad. just uh, like woke uh, moment. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> so, and I think um, actually the the COVID storylines as well don't age well they yeah, you know and I, I think everyone knew they wouldn't age well but even when you watch it now it's like the fact that people are mentioning it and you know the way it's dealt with um i liked big dying and everything i yeah i really liked that bit um Ooh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think ultimately i'd still have to say probably season two just purely because i it's a very strange i don't know if you guys felt this but when you watch it is I felt like slightly more relaxed. Season one was like this thing, like True. you're on the edge of your seat in the sense of like, oh, what's gonna happen next? Is it gonna because, be good? Yeah, and well, then you're like, oh no. It's a but bit. Then no, it was two, a bit. Like, well, it was a bit more like, oh, what are they gonna say now? Yeah. And then there's also oh, so many of these mental. cringy things that they were saying. And then like the, I think it's the first episode with the hair thing with Naya, and it was like, oh yeah. my god, I can't believe we're doing this. Um, oh, I, that was awful. Yeah, it was yeah. so bad. Hey, um, remind me. 
Oh my God. <laughs> Where basically Miranda says to Naya when she's the professor, she's surprised she's the professor. And then oh, she's like, oh, because of yeah. your braids. And she's like, you think I can't be professor because I have braids? And she's like, no, your photo is different on the website. And then it becomes, Big oh, toes. yeah. Yeah. And then it just goes into a whole thing. Um, um, Evelyn. See, you're reminding me of all of the awful things about Evelyn. <laughs> you were going to go for season one. I was going to say season one because I just... <laughs> Like this, like this, this and this, there was this, more iconic like the story things, points like. that happened. I'm not yeah. sure if that's the right word, but like the the bigger the anchors, yeah, right? like big dying, the funeral, yeah. like Miranda, her breaking her hip, good. Miranda yeah. in the kitchen with Che. Like there was, there were for sure because again, it was surrounded by absolute chaos. dog shit. Yeah. But those moments where I was kind of like, this is like interesting and different and I'm kind of like I preferred that over most of what's happened there was a bit more of a start and an end and this yeah. one felt a bit like you didn't know what was going this on this felt like the in-between between this felt like season the one and season three tracks like I don't know they were both season both one like... is the beginning season two is the middle season three is the end and like nothing happens in the middle they're both just terrible seasons <laughs> but then I think if you think about the original series as well like I know things happen but it is if you look at you know there's like 12 to 14 episodes in each that kind of thing but they, not that much there's not a huge story arc it's usually down to boyfriends right of who Which she's seeing Which makes it good like it doesn't feel rushed yeah. whereas in Just Like That it's like they jump season they, yeah, they jump brown men it's insane <laughs> I think it's interesting I would have loved well are we going to talk about season 3 now? I think we're going to go to season oh, 3 now Oh seamlessly Well I because what I was going to say was would have been nice if and it's interesting they started with this of uh, what was his name Franklin at the yeah. start of this of that what if she had a different boyfriend who we haven't seen exactly, before yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think it would have been really interesting to do that like to try get the Aiden Big Petrovsky whatever exactly. off now yeah, like, who yeah, is yeah. that now Yeah. and I think they just kind of missed that opportunity by going back to Aiden yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So it's like, w- wouldn't it have been interesting to bring someone new in? And there was not Franklin. I think everyone knew that wasn't right. And I yeah. think, you know, that just never sat He needs right. to be, like, more powerful. Just bit... more something. Because I think... Mm-hmm. It was just a bit more ugly. Yeah. Okay. It was too crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Because it, all of her boyfriends, they were all a bit something, no? Petrovsky. Oh, Franklin, Franklin is the... Producer. Oh, yes. Yeah. So forgettable. But she... That's the only person only she dated. one episode. No, he wasn't. He, one he, and a half. In this season. Yeah. Uh, one and a half. They were in... That was an excruciating scene where they were talking about... Oh, well, makes sense. Okay. Franklin. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I don't know where they're going to go. Um, I hope Miranda maybe uh, continues to date the BBC. Don't go to... Hello. Wait, yeah. Hello. We've got the gay, the gay. We've got the gay, the they, the POC, and the TR Ranny. Are you allowed to say that? Oh, this, 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 this. Oh, fuck's sake. Every time I come up with something clever. Season three, I think the best thing about season three is like the character, the writers have like put themselves in such a corner. Like the show could have ended pretty fine now. And, like, how are they going to bring Carrie and Ada back? How, like, Seema and this random Ravi guy seems random. Naya and this chef is super random. Miranda, this BBC, like, producer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who else? We have, like, Che and Toby. It feels like all the... It feels like the end of season six where all the characters wrapped they up did, they, they, they did wrap it up very well. But, like, what are they going to do? Like, the last time I saw the BBC producer... Producer, 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 
Patricia. Um, she was locked in a basement being held hostage by David Tennant. In, is she in Doctor Who? No. Oh. It's some, it's some awful TV drama. You talked about her, that English actress. Whatever. Oh, oh, really? Oh. Mm-hmm. It's like a really terrible show. Don't waste your time. But I just, I, that was the last thing I saw I when actually, she was in it. I actually, I mean, I loved that the, the, they were, the actresses worked very well together. Mm-hmm. They did, yeah. It was yeah. very, br- very brief. They, screen, yeah, sure. yeah, because it was I, very brief. But... I think Seema and Ravi have no chemistry, chemistry yeah. whatsoever, so it just does not work. I think Naya and the, maybe the chef have like the, the chemistry. Um, che and Toby seems a bit random. Uh, but actually, uh, this, th- all the ones you just mentioned, I'm very confused at what they're putting very similar people together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and I'm like, you... It, it's very odd because they're trying to be very PC about things, but then surely it would be better to mix people around a bit. Especially if you take Che as an example of them kind of ending up with the, the bald NB person exactly, as well. Yeah. It's like, but they, you know, there's nothing to say. It feels like they're going back on anything they said in season one, which is that, for yeah. example, Miranda could have been with Che. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe this is just like, as a queer, it feels very kind of like, that's a hookup and that's not really going to go anywhere. With Toby. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they made it out as very romantic. You know, no, but you're right. As in, it probably is just going to be a one-time I'm thing. But then, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it's yeah. But then, surely maybe the BBC woman is just a hookup. I just don't under like I I just I feel like expect the inspected for season three. This season two came out of fucking nowhere. Like, Lily and Brady fucking um, uh, Che like Rinse and Miranda on the comedy set. Che um, joining the vets. Join Judy the best. The best. Although, can we get Judy her own show? Oh my god, Judy she is yes. 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 yeah, the closer. Yeah, is she trans? Yes. Oh, yes. Love Judy. Yes, we love. Um, uh, she she was great. She was really good. Good for them for hiring that old white cis man to just be there. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he probably owns the fucking place, but um, like. Does anybody else have any theories in season three? I yeah, I'd like Carrie to do something. I think Carrie like related to do her something. Yeah, <laughs> to, to relate it to her career. Carrie I think needs to date one singular person of color. Yes. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Yes. Again, going back Carrie to Carrie is very white is right. Mm. <laughs> she does. She does. Yeah, she really does. I mean, she's she's all about money. I think but she's that's very. Just she's with Chang. Every husband she killed has been white. <laughs> um, I I yeah. I think, I mean, I think Charlotte will continue on the trajectory of like working, and I think that could get interesting. But but like Charlotte's basically like resolved everything we wanted from Charlotte. Like, yeah, she's got a job. Like she has a happy life. Like wow, what? Maybe we'll get on? like repeated celebrity cameos of them walking around the gallery, being like, "Yes, I'll take it." Exactly. <laughs> That's why. It's, but like, Miranda has so much storyline to go on, and Carrie has mo- like lots storyline. Charlotte's wrapped up in a bow. Like Charlotte doesn't. Need okay, to go. so season three is just begin- going to become like a press junket. Yeah. It's yeah. Just well, maybe of a press junket. It's just. I okay. I'm going to say something maybe controversial. I think that they're just going to set. The entire season is just going to be setting up a spin-off for... Lizette? Lizette. No. <laughs> okay, so I'm just saying it so that it's out there, so that somebody... Interesting. Has no, no, I mean, I... I, I, I kind of understand, I, I, but I don't I, know how it could work. I don't work. want it. I don't yeah. think she could carry it, just, it but it just, carry. it just feels like... <laughs> it just feels natural because she's moved to Carrie's apartment, and, like, she's, she's been set up as, like, the mini Carrie with the curly hair, but, like, she's just, yeah... 
it just it like it just don't read like, too much into it i'm just no, I know. I have nothing else to but say. like it just feel like each like random characters is like is this gonna be like part of the sex and city universe where like the that tv show like che and their boss have like their own tv show lizette has her own tv show and like is ltw gonna have her own tv show it was like this but like there's too Ooh. many things going which on which spin-off would we most like to see i'd love a spin-off of samantha in london yes, be yes that's the answer that's yeah right. and like darren so should be the show producer yeah very emily in paris but samantha in london exactly, yeah that's oh, what it's, apparently for. it's emily in paris Oh, well then, Lon- uh, Samantha oh, in London. London. <laughs> London. <laughs> Samantha in... Camberwell. Kenya. <laughs> in South Kensington. That was... Uh, we needed some alliteration. Yeah. Um, that's good. Samantha in South Kensington. Um, I would I'd to... watch it. I would. So, I want a few cameos back from the show. So, we had great cameos this season. We had, like, Bitsy was great. Bring Bitsy back for... Next that season. was really good. They need to no. bring back like Tristan Theroux. Is that how you say it? Yes, yeah, so <laughs> Louis Theroux's bring... cousin who dated Jennifer Aniston, well, so married to Jennifer Aniston. They should bring yeah. back Tristan Theroux the third, for the third time, have Carrie like fuck him, and then she can feel guilty about like fucking somebody outside of her relationship with Aiden. And oh. she can be like, oh my god, what's going on with me and Aiden? Then they, ne- they need to bring back Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge should be there. Is there her handbags. Her handbag, she, and Mel says she should have found it the real deal. Like, that could be <laughs> her thing. And Sarah Michelle Gellar should be brought back. Yes. And she could be optioning Carrie's, like, next book. And having Matthew McConaughey there with Sarah Michelle Gellar in some weird way. Kat Dennings, bring her back. Yes. Having Jerry Halliway, aka just, just, just give Just May just her May. show. She needs a cameo. Um, and also, like, non-celebrity people to bring back. Claire Anne. Yes. I'm going to eat you up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then Emilita, the Euro trash yes. icon. Darling. And then, darling, darling. <laughs> uh, and then also maybe having Big's first wife back. And then she can be, like, trying to commission Carrie to do another book or something. They just need to, like, there's not enough. There's like some like references to Sex and the City, but there's not enough fan service where people are like, ooh, like having the Annabelle Bronze scene was like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And we don't have enough of that, I think, in the show. To make yeah. It camp and fun. Like. Yeah. And I think, I mean, anything to get more Susan Sharon. Yes. Susan Sharon. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Very good. Absolutely. And Enid, Enid's, Enid's so Enid good. So good. So good. Um, but at the same at the same time, I mean, it does. You don't want it to dampen the 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 memory of it because again, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. personally didn't really like her performance. It was very odd. It was. Really her, it was a very stale kind of delivery of it. Um, but again, yeah, I don't. Know, I it's think nice the, to see her. the Natasha of it all was good last season. Yes, it's that was like, very good. They kind of like teased something was going to happen, but it was kind of like summed up. And it was but nice they had that, that. What I really liked about that, I'm talking about season one now, but um, what I liked Your about new that. favorite season? Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, what I liked about that was that they were mirroring what happened when Natasha fell down the stairs and exactly. broke her tooth with Carrie burning her hand yeah, and they yeah, bumped yeah. into each other. Um, and I thought that was really clever how they did exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. Um, and it really kind of. I suppose people who love the show, that's a big memory of the show. So they're like, it was a significant one, right? Yeah, it was good fan service. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I mean, there's so much content in the show that they can do. So much content, yeah. Or even, I don't know, there's just so many previous boyfriends or anything that they could bring back. 
um, yeah. I think that was their biggest miss, is not just using that entire, like, huge so many vault. Just, like, reference everywhere. Everything, yeah. Have, ma- give Margaret Cho a go again. <laughs> like, oh God, get them yes. to model the concern, like. Um, but, yeah. Well, well, well. And just like that, <laughs> <laughs> season two, fuck you for yeah. wasting <laughs> We've done probably about 14 hours, 15, 16 hours of this podcast now. Michael Patrick King, fuck you. Plus the, the time of watching it. Exactly. Yeah. So, double that. On three, fuck you, Michael Patrick King. Oh, yeah. One, One two, three. three. Fuck, fuck you, Michael Patrick King. Shopping for labels. Shopping for love. Are you gonna get Fergie on this podcast? Yeah, she's on the way. I heard. She was on the side. She said she was flying in.